do not adjust that dial. You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of May 8th, Mother's Day weekend, 2022. This is episode 209. From that spring eight here, city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And straight out of 9226, you guessed it, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, we are doing some spring cleaning, getting rid of some of the old. That means we're talking about it. Talking about something coming up and talking about what we're going to be talking about. Want to join them in what we're talking about? We're going to talk about it now, next on the Bellingham Podcast. <laughs> it's been a while, oh. and I haven't gotten the, the cheeky intro. I know. Very I, much. It's been a month. It's been a month. It's been a month. Yes. Busy times, classified times, just uh, to take a step away from the mic to get a little bit of perspective. And now we're back. Christopher Gray Man Powell, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, I am I am having a yellow-orange day. Oh, okay. If you don't get that reference, it's from the Great Space Coaster. <laughs> Google it, kids. It's fun. Uh, duck, duck, go it. You mean duck, duck, go it. No, we're not oh, doing no, duck, not, duck, not go, go anymore. anymore. We're actually doing uh, search.brave.com. Oh, I, oh, you've switched to Brave too? Uh, well, not the browser. Not the browser. Not exactly the browser. Okay. The search engine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duck, duck, go bases this. Uh, results from Bing, mm-hmm. of which I have a situation of a conflict <laughs> with uh, and disdain for, but uh, Brave Search is starting yeah. to be an independent search engine. It is. And I roll with it. Sweet. AJ, what's going on for you? <laughs> Can you tell folks we haven't talked in a it's literally been a month? a while. Uh, dude, we've got a lot to catch up on, but first and foremost, um, this weekend's Mother's Day weekend. Yes, it is. So we need to say, I love you to our mothers and like, you know. I love you to our mothers. Oh, really? That's all you're going to do? No, I, I would Is there just... a special thought or memory that's pulsing in your brain that you want to share about? Sure. This is a 30-minute episode. I could do this. <laughs> my, my mom is currently in her upper 80s, uh, still a spring chicken uh, in the area that she's living uh, down south of, of Bellingham. Uh, there was a time when my mom uh, went to bat for me. It was during a spelling bee in eighth grade. Oh, this was the Seattle Times spelling bee, Ooh, a re- regional one. And I was involved with uh, hundreds of students taking a written spelling test and they posted the uh, words on a big uh, thing in the in the cafeteria of the college we were at in this spelling bee competition. And I looked at them and I'm like, you know, I think I missed I think I only missed four which would mean that I would go up on stage. Ooh. And it turns out that they called a bunch of students up and, the, and my name wasn't called. Uh, well, you know, that's all right, cool. Not my mom. <laughs> my mom went to the, the, the people who were in charge, who were putting things away, and it's like, could we see uh, our son's written spelling test? Uh, sure. And so they kind of dig it out and dig it out. Turns out it was in, a, my, my written test was in another location, and no one viewed it. And when they viewed it, I missed four. Oh, which wow. and and the cutoff was six words misspelled so all the all during this time there is a oral spelling bee going on up on the stage they stopped and they brought me up on stage and said this is chris powell he missed four he deserves to be up on this stage you go next chris and all of a sudden a bunch of people in an auditorium are looking at me from across the state <laughs> chris your word is earnest Ooh. And you know what popped into my mind as I'm fighting nervousness as an eighth grader? Ernest Hemingway? No, Frank and Ernest, the oh. comic book, the name Ernest, E-R-N-E-S-T. Uh, but it was the E-A-R-N-E-S-T yeah, that I spelled, and that was correct. But I nearly torpedoed myself with a misspelled Ooh. word. My mom went to bat for me because she wanted to make sure that I had that fair shot. And that was 
uh, something I'll never forget. So thank you for uh, going to bat for me, mom. I love you. And I hope that this uh, day you were celebrated from a distance, uh, but celebrated for who you are. And also for uh, the, the mom of my uh, Dada, uh, my, my beautiful wifey. Happy Mother's Day as well. I love you. AJ. Dude, score Gush away. Score one for you rock, Chris. You mom. wanted a story. I that gave was you a good. Story. That was good. So mine is so recently, uh, because you know, having a kindergartner, the whole juggling act of getting said kindergartner to school. Now, through probably grades, I don't know, kindergarten through seventh grade, my mother drove me to school every day. Okay. Lucky. Well, I had to take the bus. So the thing is, because I lived out in the sticks Mm -hmm. and for me to get the bus, it would, I'd have to get it like dawn. Sure. Um, And it just, it was, it was egregious. And so also because I have horrible motion sickness as a little kid, it just, it was, it would be bad news. Like I just, I would probably get to school and just lose my cookies every day. I was, I was that kid. So my mom, you know, she would take me to school every day, uh, five days a week, you know, and it, it was funny because like, you said, oh, that's cool. At the time, I was just like, man, I wanted to take the bus. And then, like, I've realized how sweet of a gig this was yes. because I got to sleep in, yes. kind of. And um, but anyway, like, I, I don't know if I ever told my mom how much I appreciate that. Now, fast forward, I have a little one that has to go to uh-huh. kindergarten and we are at like the first bus stop of the morning. Okay. And so my kindergartner has to, you know, at oh, dark, cold 30 in the morning, especially in, in the winter and stuff. If he wants to catch the bus, we have to go down and wait and stuff. But recently, because everybody in my household has been sick, non-Rona, he, we, we can let him do it and stuff. So we've had to take him in and he's kind of gotten used to it because now he gets there a little bit early or to play on the playground or <laughs> he can sleep in a little bit and yes. be like a, you know, a five-nager. And, you know, he's starting to kind of see like, okay, maybe going in with mom and dad because I'm working from home predominantly. It's kind of a sweet deal for him. So like, to my mom, thanks for showing me how sweet it is to hang out with you for like, you know, seven years going to going to school, you know, and getting dropped off. Like, I hope hope my son like appreciates how much, uh, you know, when he turns back, it's like, OK, bye. I love you. Like how much that means to yes, us. So to mom, I love you. There you go. And to my wifey, I love you more. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. So uh, big thanks to Sean Kemp for taking yeah. part in last episode 208. <laughs> Before that, so what were your thoughts in hindsight as you look at that episode in the rearview mirror oh, during my absence, AJ? Dude, one, I wasn't the only one that missed you. The, the millions and millions of our listeners have been in throngs asking for your baritone voice. This is my shocked face. <laughs> but no, Sean is the goods. Like that, that whole project of the, the interfacing of technology to a physical art form. And much like I've said time and time on this show, like I... I've long time been a fan of the blockchain since the initial Satoshi white paper, not from a speculatory thing, but from a practical sense of what a public ledger can do. And for him to solve for X of being like, I just need a way to, to verify additions Mm -hmm. that it's brilliant. It's great. And it's homegrown here in, you know, Bellingham, which is, I just, it just, it it was great. And, you know, I've I've known Sean for a, a few years and stuff, and we've crossed paths in various different tech spheres and such. Sean, you're the goods, and thanks so much for being on the show. It's great. And it's great to have uh, yet one more person as part uh, as part of the Bellingham Podcast yeah. family. Yeah. So let's move on and talk about what we have been up to uh, in the month of April. Now that we're in May, by the way, pop quiz, AJ. Okay. How many times did you say May the Fourth be with you? 
once. Same here. All right, moving on. <laughs> so what have we been working on? You go first. Uh, I was going to rock, paper, scissors because, I mean, I, the, the millions and millions have heard me on the mic. We've heard bupkis from you. So yeah. let's start with you, Chris. I have really gone uh, into move. I've graduated. Can you see the cap and gown thing? Na, yeah. na, na, na. I've graduated from minimal technology to huh? monastic technology. What, is that why you're rocking the hood? Uh, not, not quite. Uh, no Gregorian chants here. <laughs> there's, a, there's a phrase that I had noticed in my travels called monastic or like monastery technology. Um, one phone, the Pixel 6 running Graphene OS. One laptop, a Dell Latitude 7280 running Ubuntu 22.04 long-term support. LTS. Highly uh, customized. That's it. And, oh, by the way, Tails OS and a USB bootable operating system. That's another thing. I'm one laptop, one phone, and I'm not, and I forsake all else. (laughs) It's just so much easier. I don't have, I'm not dealing with Windows. I'll deal with Mac at work. That's a different story. But for a personal stuff, all of my personal web browsing is on a laptop, one laptop, not these tablet devices. And, oh, I got this one for this purpose and stuff like that. And one phone. Mm. And, oh, boy, it's a heavily customized phone as well. Yeah. And I, I haven't been happier in quite some time with just having fewer things to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Hmm. So I've been enjoying monastic technology. How about you? I guess my, my new monastic thing is through my wife. So out of the pandemic, we did all the things, gardening, bread making, got pretty good, actually, bread making. Still, I made a loaf of bread the other day, actually. But one of the things that my wife struggles with is the, especially with the garden, like the weather that we've had. She did her planting and then we had that, that frost, like that huge frost. And it just, it decimates all the effort that she does. So she's looked, especially during the pandemic, to try to keep more houseplants as she probably can tell in the kitchen. Um, a lot well, of fresh air in, the, in Casa de Barce in which we are recording. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we're in Casa Bar, uh, Studio de Barce. That's right. You know, she's done a lot. She's like, she's been growing basil, um, Thai basil, cilantro. We've had all those fresh herbs. Um, she wanted to step up her game. And so she got a hold of, um, um, I don't know what it's actually called, a log, I guess, from CascadiaMushrooms.com. And it's a, I'm calling it a log, but really it's a, it's a black plastic bag that you slash open. And then you water it every day. And the one that she got has oyster mushrooms. So we've been growing our own oyster mushrooms. And I've been plucking mushrooms from my kitchen um, and sauteing them and cooking them and making them into dinners and stuff. Outstanding. And it's really neat and sweet. Like I got a link in in our sub stack. Um, but Cascadia mushrooms are, are, you know, local here. Um, my, my wife picked them up, so I, I don't know all the details of them, but if they're listening, you're the goods, uh, because they're very tasty. They have different kinds of, uh, varieties of mushrooms. Um, we prefer oyster mushrooms, so that's what we've got. I think it's reasonably priced. Like to get started, it's like maybe 20 or $30. Not bad. And you can, you know, it's, they keep growing and you just pick them, cut them and Well, for a variety versus picking off that blue, uh, paper container of Oh, uh, generic mushrooms yeah. to just th- chop up or throw out. Here's something to get a little more exotic in your life. Yeah. So that's kind of my, my mushroom nastic, uh, mushroom nastic. Very good. What else? All kids love log. Yeah. That's, that's good. Well, speaking of logs, you know, what's also homegrown. What's that? Camry 102.3 FM. Oh, that community powered radio station here in town. Uh, <laughs> also streaming all over the darn internet at kmre.org they've actually fun fact they play our episode saturdays at 3 p.m so if you're listening to this right now on the terrestrial radio hi 
Uh, <laughs> good afternoon on a Saturday. <laughs> anyway, we're glad you're listening to us. And thanks once again to KMRE uh, for uh, hosting our show. Yeah. Uh, I have been uh, coming to grips with the fact that I did a whole lot of... Uh, I, I, w- I was promiscuous with notebooks, AJ. Oh, my. In previous episodes, we talked about the analog side of life. You are the analog explorer. This should give you a... This should tickle your fancy okay. or fickle your tansy, depending on uh, how you want to approach it. I would buy a whole lot of different types of notebooks to see what worked. Yeah. And I would you know, write notes and uh, other thoughts and comments and things like that. And they're scattered in a diaspora all over the place. And I, realized, I got, finally got to a place where I'm like, all right, enough of this. I'm looking at all that I got. I pick a notebook and I'm consolidating all that was there you know, it's really great to go back to 2017 for some of these thoughts that were in my head pre-rona pre pre-rona uh, and during a different time of yeah. society yeah uh <laughs> and to transfer or over what is uh, what is relevant now in 2022 as at the time of this recording and so i picked uh two notebooks one for my personal thoughts one for my technology dalliances and i'm moving forward and uh yeah so they were uh the elemental notebooks based out of portland uh, a number of years back love how that each notebook had a theme for a periodic table Table element yeah and i'm actually for those of you playing at home i'm using the carbon and the oxygen uh notebooks so anyway uh consolidating and moving forward with one notebook that i'm by cracky i'm gonna fill up in one way or another. Now, what size are those? Are those they... are A5s. Okay. Yeah, about six by eight or so, okay. I would imagine. The, the, the standard A5 size, hardcover, dot grid, uh, not Tomo River, but it's a heavyweight paper, uh, nice for my pens. It doesn't smear, even though I'm a left-handed writer. That's good. All, all on a sesame seed bun. That's cool. Because I know for a while, you're, one of the ones you had was like the big Baron Fig. I lo- uh, you know, I'm down with Baron Fig. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to throw any uh, notebook makers under the bus uh, i love panel books panel books are the width of a, a, a oh that's small the other keyboard. one right um and i just like all kinds but i'm just like no i'm gonna stick with something and roll with it kind of like monastic uh writing or something like that you're gonna pick something and roll with it so anyway what else is going on for you i hear there's i hear there's a hot company uh re-emerging in town. oh yeah so uh shout out to hosa so a few a few listeners to the show um uh, are fans of, of this local hot sauce here in Bellingham. And during the pandemic, because they had a change up uh, in their company and stuff, like there was, there was no Hosa. But then, then kind of emerging out of the pandemic, there was uh, the unknown. It was this, this bottle of exclu- like it was limited to one per person. You could only get it from Carne. And it was basically the, like the last batch that they had during the pandemic. So it was ultra fermented, mm. but they're back. So if you go to the co-op and stuff, you can get, um, I know the, 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 the original and the talisman are in stock. I don't know if the other one is yet, but, um, yeah, if you're a fan of Hosa, um, check out their website. Um, if they're not already sold out several times over, or if you're locally, you can find them, uh, at the co-op for sure. And restock your your itch for good fermented breathe, hot sauce. Breathe fire in Whatcom County with yeah. Hosa hot sauces. They're hot. You know, um, and, and one of one other thing that I uh, have been uh, doing more of in this month, in the past month of April, and, and during my time away from the stick, I'm noticing around, and I'm going to get a little serious for a second. There's just a lot of people that are not happy. Yeah. In going out, I mean, we're we're out and about again. In a lot of cases, masks aren't uh, you know required. 
one would think that there should be a whole lot of happiness, but there's a lot of uh, sadness going on. Yeah. Through various reasons. And as I'm you know, encountering this, I want to do something that makes me happy. And I'm thinking you know, back, what makes me happy? And the weird thing about me is I went to college in the 90s and I listened to this radio station, uh, radio show on Sunday nights from 10 to midnight. It's called Musical Star Streams. Musical Star Streams was this space music, this ambient, you know, spa music, whatever have you. Uh, yeah. Really quiet music to end the weekend with. And I really grew into ambient music and all of the artists, I kept track of who was, what was playing because the DJ would say the song and the album and the artists and things like that. And I amassed a decent collection of MP3s from these 90s uh, ambient artists. Well, I'm noticing that on various online shopping sites that rhyme with uh, Squeebay, that you can pick <laughs> up these 90s ambient obscure CDs for cheap. And I am popping them in my vehicle as I'm tootling about town when I'm not, uh, you know, when I'm out and about on errands. And I'm thoroughly enjoying the blast from the past. Awesome. Pop quiz, dear listener. What music makes you happy? And I'm not talking about the latest uh, Flo Rida uh, thing. Oh, by the way, Flo Rida is playing at the Linden Fair this uh, summer. I love Anywho, that you know this. Yeah, well, you know, I have to catch the article. Uh, <laughs> I hear it from the kids. You okay. Know, the, the kids. Um, but what music were you enjoying? And do you have that on CD? I know we have MP3s and streaming services, but what if you read the liner notes again or admired the pictures of that stuff? So I'm kind of doing a throwback from, oh, dear. Almost three decades. No, that's cool. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm old. But it's something that's making me happy to take me back to some days of Ute. No, that's... Uh, from a music standpoint. That's good. But no, you, you kind of hit on something about people being grumpy and stuff. And I've, I've had dear friends and, and colleagues actually reach out and like the depression that a lot of people are carrying with them, mm -hmm. um, coming, whether it's coming out of the pandemic or work life or whatever. I just want to remind everybody that like if you feel like you're depressed find somebody to talk to or see your healthcare professional, you know, mental health needs to be addressed, especially in men, Yes. which dovetails into this month is the distinguished gentleman. Yo, on the 22nd of this month, um, I'm going to be, uh, knock on wood, finally going back across to YVR and ride with my mates, uh, up in Canada. They to the, let the border back open. Huh? They did. Yeah. So, uh, if everything goes well, I'll be riding with my, my, my normal, uh, gentry. Uh, up in Canada, but um, just because it is May, and again May twenty second, if you wanna if you want to um, support me and sponsor me, gfolk.me/barse. You don't have to sponsor me, but it's just mostly because I wanted to chime in on your your comment of people being grumpy. Like they're like even even me, the the effects of of the pandemic weighed on me a lot, and I had to even see my healthcare pro uh, professional. So mm -hmm. like you know, I I have a podcast. I had something going on that was wrong with me, and I you know, talk to somebody and yeah. I'm just encouraging anybody else who has uh, ears that are listening to it. If you feel like you're off, it may not just, you don't just think it's in your own head. Go talk to somebody. And oh, by the way, one of the things I have a high amount of disdain with about social media is how people beat you over the head with smash that subscribe button, click that like. So don't forget to yeah, you no. know, subscribe to notifications, stuff like that. No, when I'm saying this, it's just kind of like, uh, not no agendas or hidden yeah. agendas for that. Uh, reach out to AJ or me. Find us on the internet. 
shoot us an email if you're having a tough time. Uh, we're not we're not professionals. No. Uh, nor do we want you to if you have anything remotely, uh, you know, convincing that we are anything like I, no. I I find enjoyment in music. But if you're having a tough time, uh, find us out on the internet. Drop us a line. We are around. I don't really publicize my social media stuff, but. Uh, I'd love to be able to at least hear what you got to say. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're going to complain to us about something like that, <laughs> eh, we may not be the best sources for that. But if you're going through a tough time, we're here for you as well. Uh, the two knuckleheads in Bellingham that enjoy this uh, hosting this podcast. Yeah. So I just wanted to dovetail into that. Yeah. The, we're going to talk more about that DGR in a future yeah, episode yeah. and stuff like, like that. Like I said, I didn't want to, I, I wasn't trying to plug my sponsorship or anything. That we'll do that in a future episode. That's in a future episode. But yes. like, regardless of that, that's what the DGR stands for. So um, let's talk gear. Let's talk about some happy happiness. Gear always makes us happy. Uh, I've actually devolved, or at least I, st- I haven't gotten rid of this stuff, but I've focused, okay, for the time being or for this season, however long it lasts, I'm going to be using this finite amount of tools in my gear. A lot less to keep track of, and I'm getting the enjoyment out of it. I, you, I, I have one, one piece of gear that I want to talk about, and we'll talk about it more later in, in a future episode that you and I have already talked about. I have I have one new piece of kit that is directly from um, my my thanks to all of our our uh, freelance clients that yes. have come to us in the last month. You and mm-hmm. I both have had a huge uptick in client patronage. Very happy to be uh, helping people eliminate stress from their technology life and get to happy hour sooner. Yep, I've had I've had um, a few uh, photography clients as well as some tech clients. One of my clients I want to throw out is um, throw Pax- out. Throw Why out? would you? Th- Throw, okay, shout out. I guess. Shout out. I can do um, that. Uh, the fine folks at PackSafe, and this is not an ad or sponsored or anything like that. They reached out because they're a fan of my photography. And uh, my wife and I went up to Vancouver to do a shoot for one of their bags, uh, the EXP45, which is a bag I own. Um, I've used PackSafe bag. Uh, this podcast knows this. I've had a PackSafe bag for almost a decade in various forms. Um, and so them knowing that history and liking my photography, I was able to do a bag shoot for them. Um, and my wife is the model of it. Um, they're using a lot of my imagery for, um, mother's day coming up because they know that she's a mom and she's a traveler. So, um, I've got a a link in the, 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 um, sub stack. If you want to take a look at some of the shots from that, like I said, um, they're not, this is not paid from them. Like I said, I, I own several of their stuff. Um, but if you want to see the shots from it, my, my wife was really really cool in it as so. you mentioned you have multiple items from a pack yeah. safe would you say that you have tupac safe oh you see what i wow. did there uh-huh. yeah i got your hook up with all these horrible dad jokes man you'd be flow riding those <laughs> i don't know the uh the other one uh the other big um news slash client that i had is um uh, uh fans of the analog explorer will know the name matt graham Matthew Graham is the owner, proprietor, and manufacturer of uh, Aries watches out of uh, just not in Bellingham, but just shy of us over in um, Stanwood. And he, uh, him and I have been working back and forth. And as of this recording, the, um, the Aries slash uh, Skunkwork studio is now built in the HQ, and it's a podcast studio because he is hosting the Mission Time podcast with Matt Graham. It's going to be a monthly show. And Analog Explorer Productions is the producer of it. Awesome. So, um, more content creation. Yes. So, um, missiontimepodcast.com. Uh, the first episode will go live on Monday. And uh, it's with a, uh, 
New York Times bestselling author and fan of Aries watches. And uh, uh, if you want, you can subscribe to it and stuff. Uh, Matt's a really cool guy. And the show seems to be, seeing that I put it together, it's, it's sounding really cool. Of so. course it is. It meets AJ Barce's standards. Uh, and one thing you will never say is smash that subscribe button. No. I that, want to eliminate that from the lexicon. Hey guys, I want you to do that. Yeah, yeah, oh, that exactly, one too. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's, that's a couple of highlights of some of the client work that's come down. But out of it, um, on my wrist, I took, uh, took ownership of an Aries uh, Diver 1 Titanium. So oh, yeah. um, listeners of the show or of the Analog Explorer, I literally have on my wrist one of the, the first cases that I reported on as he announced it on that show of a American-made Pacific Northwest cut titanium case um, with a, it's an automatic movement, white dial. Um, and it's just, it, it's kind of, it, it's supplanted my Baltic that I've, I've worn all pandemic. Um, and so I've been enjoying this on my wrist. Love one woman and many watches. Absolutely. I have, uh, speaking of content creation, uh, just uh, as of today, uh, we're recording this on Friday just because, uh, why not? Yeah. Uh, but I... Whenever I feel like it, because I really don't have a whole lot of ad sponsorship dictating my production schedule, <laughs> uh, but I am the curator of the Gray Man Technology newsletter, not because of my hair color. It's because of how I like to be able to float in and out of society without drawing too much attention, hence the Gray Man life. Uh, this, uh, this issue of the newsletter is talking about a month with the Tor browser. Yeah. So you might have heard about the dark web, the deep web, the place where they sell all those drugs and machine guns and illicit uh, contraband and stuff like that. There's a lot more to it. But the browser that one would go to visit the dark web or deep web can also be used in the clearnet, which is like www.whatever.com. I talk about what my life was like using the Tor browser for personal web browsing. Spoiler alert, it wasn't fun and it wasn't easy. But anyway. Uh, I you know got a got a, a Substack newsletter free subscription. Should you be interested to learn uh, a real nerdy side of me and what I do to try to uh, explore online anonymity and privacy? Plus, um, oh by the way, in case you weren't aware, I am the learning management system administrator uh, using Canvas, and so I know uh, a little bit about ed technology. A little bit. A little bit. You're a foremost authority. Uh, You will respect my authority. Uh, (laughs) And I have a monthly Canvas Insider newsletter and an infrequent podcast uh, that I do because I like sharing information uh, to help teachers of Canvas courses, uh, you know, solve their problems and avoid any pitfalls that might uh, be occurring to them once I see them from my support with uh, a bunch of uh, other teachers. So got a couple newsletters that I knock out this lovely podcast, another podcast. Golly, we have a whole lot of uh, things that we're throwing out there. You know what this feels like? I feel like, like after doing this for over five years, you and I, like, I'm, I'm going to date myself here, but one, <laughs> one of my inspirations as a creator goes all the way back to the dig days, Kevin mm. Rose and Alex Albrecht. I remember those two. I feel like w- outside of the the crazy uh, swearing and 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 drinking, drinking, yeah, yeah, I feel like our show has gotten to dignation status, where it's just like we have we have our, our wonderful listeners, which I, I can't thank you all so much. All the hundreds uh, of thousands of you yeah. listening in every episode. Thank well, you, and all to to all the new subscribers too, like um our Substack. Like a lot of people are now subscribing to our Substack for the podcast. Yes, outside of just you know in your favorite podcast because they know what's good for them yeah so like it it's really great but like um i feel like i don't know our personalities like 
recently, so I'm leading into this. There's a reason behind this. I hope so. I obviously our old episodes are up on, on the internet archive. Yes. Because we're all, we're creative commons. Um, but coming up in the next month, um, we're, we're going to be switching hosting providers. Okay. So nobody will expect anything different in the feed, but as a technologist and as a longtime podcaster, I know something's going to go wrong. (laughs) So with that said, if you notice perhaps, I don't know, album art to our show, or maybe some of the notes don't translate over, just nicely send me a, uh, a message on our contact form. Um, if it's important to you, I can, I can find it. Um, but, uh, no, I'm going to be, uh, moving our feet again. So, cool. um, it's been a couple of years going to a new host. So. You know, sometimes we have to wash the underwear as we use it. And well, so <laughs> that's a horrible uh, analogy. That's a horrible analogy. Uh, going back to the dignation thing. Like, you know, I, I feel like we've, we have so, we have 209 episodes, Chris, uh-huh. like, um, we're running out of space oh, yes. and we're running out of space on the other place that we moved to. And you know, I want to keep, keep the, keep the party going just like as long as I can, just like Dignation. So. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, if that's the case, then we should probably uh, save a little bit of space for what's remaining and wrap this show up. I like that. Ooh, it's good to, good to be on the stick. Yes. Again. That wraps up this 209th edition of the Bellingham podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, not smashing that subscribe button. <laughs> I can't stand that term. Man. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it, Chris. I can't. Thank you so much for listening to us wherever you like to get our podcast. If you are in the Bellingham area, one of the cool things that does not require smashing nor like buttons is listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. Yeah, gently tune that dial uh, oh, yeah. to 102.3 and then gently type on that keyboard or on that glass slab that you're currently looking at, kmre.org, to play our shows Saturday at 3 p.m. Wouldn't it be nice if they played it on other times? Like, oh, I don't know, Sundays at 4 a.m.? That could be fun for the... we get an entirely different audience. Yeah, we'd get, like, all three of you. Are you? Are, can you hear me, Robert? Can you hear me? <laughs> Robert, Focus yeah. Focus up, would you? Anyway, um, from the, the city by the Salish Sea, I am Chris Powell. Ooh, that's okay. And from 98226, I'm AJ Barsay. We'll see you like soon. It. That's more like it. And from that not-so-spring city by the Salish Sea as well because you took my exit. I'm AJ Barce. We'll see you. We'll, we'll be back soon. Yeah, we'll work on the usual outro later on. That I just thought I'd throw, uh, throw a curveball. Obviously, I hit you in the head with my curveball. <laughs>